Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you enjoy. What's up everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up guys? This is Paul Verzi and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 203 for Wednesday, March 31st, 2021. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? How's your week treating you? What is new and exciting with you? Uh, big hello to uh, some new onesies that I got. Apparently, a friend of mine has been playing the One Man Podcast while cutting hair, and uh, we got some new onesies from there. Thank you to the onesies listening on YouTube. Uh, thank you to the onesies listening everywhere. Of course, my regular uh, people who are here every single week, welcome back. All that fun stuff. This week... Not a lot to report. To be totally honest with you, not a lot to report. So trying to figure out if I should just make the episode shorter, which, you know, might be a better listen or, you know, just prattle on about nothing. I will be telling you guys about a trip I took to Mont Tremblant, uh, a few hours away from home. I went to, to pick up some stuff there. Uh, what else did I do? I, I, I did a lot of paperwork this week for something that, um, it's like a fingers crossed thing. So some of my listeners, you know, close friends that listen know what I'm talking about, but I don't want to just broadcast it out there. Uh, I don't want to jinx it is, is effectively what I'm doing. So, um, I, again, a big part of the week of it, but it's just out there, uh, no response yet. So, um, one of the reasons I don't have a whole lot to talk about is because most of what I did, uh, is this, so, uh, that's out there. <laughs> just in terms of like, that's a thing that I did this week. And I will, of course, I will tell you guys about it. It's just, I want to get the answer first. Mm. Right to the coffee slurp and right off the tap. Uh, recording on Tuesday as always. It's uh, early afternoon. Uh, didn't get great sleep last night and, uh, and I had to get up early. Uh, my friend, uh, my my same, uh, you know, my friend uh, Tasha, who's uh, who's a haircutter, she came over to haircutter, hairstylist, barber, whatever you call it. Uh, she came over to cut my hair this morning. She does the old house calls on her days off. So uh, I dig that, you know, I'm the kind of guy who wants to put on jogging pants and a t-shirt. That's exactly what I did. But Tasha and I go way back. Uh, she co-hosted episode 194 with me uh, some time ago. And uh, she's just like, we go way back to like junior high school. So known each other a long time. Uh, and so I am not the slightest bit uncomfortable. I like, she texted me and she's like, uh, sorry, I'm gonna be a few minutes late. And I'm like, I'm barely awake and you're getting your hair cut, right? So I'm not like, what am I going to dress up, shower, get all dressed up nice. Why? So that I can get hair cut all over it and then immediately disrobe and get in the shower. I'm like jogging pants and t-shirt <laughs> in the living room. I was like my, it was like that tired where your eyes are burning and everything. And I'm just like, I'm going to be the most boring. We ended up chatting. It was great. Uh, I was going to say like, I'm going to allude to that conversation, but I'm basically like, I'm, I'm in it right now. So I'll just tell you guys about that. That was fun. And she was saying, yeah, I've been cutting hair and I'll play the podcast every now and again. And now people that, that, you know, we know mutually, 
uh, are listening. So uh, hello to uh, the new ones he's listening. And thank you to anyone who's listened to this podcast, uh, who shared it with their friends. That's a great thing you guys can do to help out. You know, if you enjoy this podcast, look, once you find one, that's a, that's a particularly fun episode of her, share with your friends. Be like, oh, you gotta hear my buddies telling the story about whatever it is, whatever it is. Great to, uh, great to have you. All right. I appreciate each and every one of you. And, uh, and thank you to everyone who's sharing. Um, so yeah, got a haircut this morning and, uh, and then immediately to more paperwork, not on this big project. I actually picked up, uh, a, a new, uh, well, two new marketing gigs. So it looks like there's a little bit of work on the horizon. One of them was going to be, uh, long-term, I guess it's like, it's like a month to month contract, but it's ongoing. So I guess as long as I want to keep doing it or they want to keep having me do it, it's, uh, it's something that's there and I got like a, a good month to do it. So <laughs> I'm excited. I think I'm going to try to bang it all out in like a week's time. The kind of thing that I could do in a week's time, but I just don't feel like, I don't feel like doing one or two a day, but I'll tell you about that. All right. That, that was, there's my little, my Tasha story, but now I'm going to just, I'm going to try to move it back to some highlights of what we're going to be doing. Um, so yeah, trip to Mont Tremblant. I, uh, what is it? I, I got my haircut, uh, these new marketing gigs I'll tell you guys about. And, uh, and then I had a, I had a thing that really bothered me for a good 48 hour period. Um, uh, you know, the old, the old, uh, my roommates are taking my shit complaint, right. That a lot of people with roommates have, well, I'm undergoing it, uh, a little bit last week, a, lot, a little bit, a lot of it last week. So, um, what do I want to start with guys? You want me to talk about some, the, the stuff, the cute stuff. I did two spots at absolute comedy and I did a spot on Tuesday night that went particularly well. It was after recording last week's podcast and it went great. It was just a little 10 minute spot it was good. Then I did a spot on uh, Friday night at Absolute Comedy. It was a longer spot. Jason was like, yeah, just do the full middle spot. I'm like, oh, does that pay more? And he's like, no, they're both free spots. So fuck's sake. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go out the, on, on Friday night. And the crowd was a little weird for me. Um, they were, they, it was a quieter crowd. It was not a, it was a packed house right now is 50 people in a room that normally fits 200. So it's already kind of much quieter and, and, and emptier. Uh, you know, three quarters empty than normal. They're spaced out. So it's just an odd energy to begin with. I've talked about this on, on previous podcasts. It's difficult. We're standing behind plexiglass. Like it's just weirder than normal. Um, learning how to deal with it better. Like when we start doing packed rooms again, oh my God, it's going to feel like a layup. But um, these, uh, the, the crowd on Friday was just weird. There was these three women that were like not even facing the stage. I was watching this when the MC was on and I'm just like, why are these women not watching the show? Like they're still, they weren't talking to each other. They're just staring off in different directions away from the stage. And I was like, that's strange. So I got on stage. I'm like, you guys enjoying yourselves? You know what I mean? And they're just like, the woman didn't even always speak to her. I'm looking, I'm making direct eye contact with her. She's like looking around behind her again. I'm like you. And she's like, still looking around. I go, then she's like, finally like me. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm looking right. Everything's spaced out. You were the only person occupying that space within six feet of yourself. Like, Oh, well, uh, yeah, it's fine. And I go, well, you just have been watching you. You're not, anyways, it was just, it started off weird energy. I'm like, are you not having fun? Or like, you know, you're out, you're out, you're, out, you're enjoying yourself. You know, like it's, ah, you're not locked up at home. It just, it was just weird. And then a woman at her table, like I remember saying like, oh, you're not da da da. And then a woman at her table was like, Bleh, like just one answer, but she wouldn't look at me. She just had this attitude on her face. She was like staring down at her nachos. So she was like heckling, but not contributing like. There's like a very sweet spot. It's like being liberal, right? You're like, oh, I'm left-wing. It's like, yeah, but you're not. You're conservative. Not conservative, but you're not liberal to the, the truest sense of the words when you're telling people what they can or can't say. You can't say this, you can't say that. Ooh, how liberal of you to tell me all the things I can't do and all the censorship you bestow upon me. 
So there's like this fine, there's like a little sweet spot, right? Of actually being liberal kind of thing. And, uh, and it's like that with hecklers because I can deal with hecklers, but there's this little sweet spot of a heckler where it's like, when you're talking to them, they just ignore you. And then as soon as you're like, all right, I'm going to try to move on then. And then they start saying shit again. You're like, you can't even deal with you because like when you're dealing with the heckler, there's a back and forth that I can work with. But when you just stare and act like, you know, it's like someone yells at me in the crowd, you're like, oh, what was that? And they just won't repeat themselves. You know, you don't like, you don't know who it was. So you can't really go after somebody. And it's just like, oh, okay. Well, and even then you're like, all right, well, they're just being a pussy, whatever. But this woman, it was like, she was just, it's not like it was planned. She was just garbage at human interaction. Um, and I, yeah, it was just, it was weird. And because I opened my set by talking to them, I thought it would be like lighthearted. We'll get them laughing, get them back on the show. The one woman I first talked to, she was difficult, but then I finally got her laughing. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then this other woman just brutal. But it was one of those things where there were so few people in the room. The energy was so low to begin with. They were, so, this crowd was hot and I fucking cooled them off. They were just blah. And then I couldn't. Like it was just, it was, it, the energy was too low and it was, I got them laughing, but I didn't get them back to where I would want them to be. And, uh, so it was just not fun. And of course to do a 20 minute set for free and have it not go well, was like, Bleh. but Hey, that's the business. You can't kill them all the time there. Um, so that was, yeah, that was something I did last week. Um, but yeah, I'll tell you guys, uh, what's the big story. You know what? Let's, let's save that one for the end. We'll make that one the quote unquote big story. So, um, I had to drive to, uh, Mont Tremblant. So a friend of mine, uh, whom I've done, uh, some shows, well, some shows I did a show for like daytime at his office, He's a big real estate guy. And I'm like, that, that was a terrible, <laughs> that was a terrible show. It was nice. Paid me and everything, but it was just like to do some stand up for like 15 people during the day at his office nightmare 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 um so uh he reached out to me uh a while back and we was chatting he's like hey i'm thinking about doing a stand-up comedy show or something or or it could have been that he reached out about uh whiskey tasting something something reached out you know <laughs> and uh yeah very descriptive josh um we were talking and he was like i'd like to do something for like some of my close partners or whatever um you know would you, do you know, do you have the stuff needed to do like a whiskey taste? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just saying that like, are they whiskey drinkers? You know, he's like, yeah, like one of them is. And I'm like, okay, well one out of eight isn't enough to, to cater to the, the one whiskey guy. So I was like, when it comes to doing a whiskey tasting, it's, it's, there's these, there's a series of whiskey, uh, the Glenlivet Nadura. So Glenlivet, obviously everyone, you know, well, everyone, but it's, it's a very popular brand. It's on a lot of shelves and bars and stuff like that. Not quite as much as Glenfiddich. Um, but it's, it's out there a lot. You tend to see a lot of the, the Glenlivets. Anyways, they had a series called Najura, uh, which I think means the original and they have three different bottles. So I got this like two, three years ago and they had, uh, they have one that's like a first fill oak cask. They have one that's an Oloroso sherry cask. And then one that's like a peated cask, which generally speaking, the peat comes from the actual whiskey process, not so much a cask, but the idea is with this series, you can show somebody what influence the barrel has on the actual whiskey, right? So you can go out and shop whiskeys and buy different whiskeys, but like where they're made and they're, you know, what, what barley they use and the yeast and all that stuff makes a difference in the actual spirit. What's cool about this, this series, it's like the only one that I'm aware of is that they, they use the same whiskey and they just put it in different barrels. And so what it's aged in, you know, makes a difference in terms of what you're tasting. So when you're 
one of the reason that I like to do kind of starter taste, uh, starter tastings with this series is that when you're, when you're telling people explaining like whiskey, like scotch, particularly, of course, uh, in this case, but when you're telling people about whiskeys, it's kind of like, oh, well, let's teach you the difference, you know, of, of what the difference is between whiskeys. But at the same time, like if you're kind of wondering about tasting, you know, rather than give you different whiskeys and go, oh, they taste different because of the barley of or, or the yeast or whatever it is, or what water they use or how close they are to the ocean when it's aged, all that shit. It's like, why don't I just give you three different whiskeys where all the whiskey was all made the same. And this is just the barrel influence difference. And you could taste how vast those differences are just based on what it was aged in. And so I like doing that kind of, uh, that kind of starter tasting because of the fact that, uh, it just gives people a little bit more of a knowledge when they go out to shop for whiskey on their own. Um, if they do at all, right. So you go and get scotch and you can be looking at all these different scotches and oh, single malt and, uh, oh, blended scotch. And oh, this one's in the, you know, first fill Oak. And then these ones are in, oh, this one's being aged in a sherry cask and then finished in American ex bourbon cat. Like you're just like, well, I don't know what all of that means, but it's like, yeah, but once you start to know what those flavors are, um, or, or what kind of influence that barrel is going to have on the whiskey, then you can shop a little bit more educated. So, so instead of just looking at something, going, okay, well, that one's 60 bucks and that one's 150. What's the difference? They're both 12 years or, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, cause you can get 12 year olds that are, you know, 130 bucks. You can get a hundred, you can get 12 year olds that are like $50. This isn't Canadian dollars, by the way. Um, you know, but it's, but that same degree of difference is there. You're like, well, what's the difference? It could be what it's aged in or how rare or whatever could be castoring. I've talked whiskey in the past on the podcast and no one's been like, Hey, I miss your whiskey tips. Um, so I won't, I won't repeat myself. Um, but the truth is for this tasting that I'm doing, I think it's a great one to do, but this particular series is, uh, not easy to get. It's not impossible, but in order to get, um, you know, uh, the three different ones, the Oak, the Oloroso and the peated cask, um, I looked in the LCBO, right. And uh, where I live in Ontario, it's, uh, you know, the liquor control board of Ontario, the LCBO, um, that they're the purchaser of alcohol. So if they don't carry it or if they don't have it, and I'm talking like any of the stores in the entire province, uh, if they don't have it you're not getting it here in Ontario. So, uh, luckily I live right on the border of Quebec and I took a quick look. Usually Gatineau, the city on the other side of the river has what I'm looking for in this case they had one of the ones that I was looking for. So, um, I, I did my research when, uh, when Eli reached out again last week, he was like, Hey, I want to do this. I'm thinking April fool's day is a great day. We'll do like the tasting. Well, I suggested like, he was looking to do kind of like a fun night. He wanted to do like comedy and a tasting. And I'm like, uh, a show for eight people is just weird. Everyone knows each other. It's awkward. It's not really show set up. And I'm like, I can do kind of like I go, I can do like games and stuff like that. I can bring some like social deduction games. I go, you guys are real estate agents, your sales, your this and that. So some of these social deduction games are really fun. And it lets you see who of your, you know, who your people are quick on their feet and for, for, for thinking and this and that. So I go, you know, you'll see, yeah, and it was, I'm like, I'll, I'll host the whiskey tasting and then we'll do some games. You guys will have a great time. Easy peasy, you know? And he's like, great down with that. So um, I, I, when he, when he confirmed it for April 1st, I was like, okay, well then I'm going to need to get that's Thursday coming up this week. I'm like, I'm going to need to, to see about these whiskeys, see if I can get them. Otherwise I'll have to, you know, switch gears and, and pick something else. And so, um, 
I, I jumped on uh, the SAQ, that's the Quebec's uh, version of the LCBO, and uh, they're also provincial. I uh, jump on their, their website and I take a look and lucky for me, the other two, oh, lucky, uh, lucky for me, the other two bottles that I needed were in Mont Tremblant. So it was like 140 something kilometers away. And I'm like, oh, I should be able to do that in just an hour. But unfortunately it's like roads with like fifties and 60 speed limits. Uh, again, kilometers, not, not miles. Mary's like miles. It's great. Good, nice and fast. Not really. Um, so I look it up and I'm like, oh, Mont Tremblant, I should be able to get there an hour drive. I usually drive 120. That'll get me there. No, not on these roads. So it was about a two hour drive. And I got lucky in the sense that, that Mont Tremblant is, uh, you know, two, well, for starters, it's just as far as Montreal is in terms of driving. It's not, not geographically as far, but just as far in terms of, of how long it's going to take me. And I got lucky that two of the stores in Mont Tremblant. So one of them had the, the second one I needed. The other one had the third one that I needed. And uh, I left, I think at about like one o'clock and I'm thinking like, was it one o'clock? I left must've been like one thirty or something. Anyways, I leave by the time I get there. Um, I'm like, great. There's Mont Tremblant is like a ski hill kind of village thing. It's very vacation-y and they have like one of these little chalet villages, you know, like at the base of the hill, I'll, uh, I'll, sh- I'll throw I snapped a quick pick. I was in line. That's the thing that sucked. I got there at like four o'clock and the way this thing was positioned, it was like, it was like there was a promenade in the middle with all these stores. So on the outside, on the roads all around that I couldn't see into where this thing was like one of the, the, the GPS pulled me up this road and I'm pulling up and it's basically just a roundabout in front of a Weston hotel. And I'm like, Oh, well I can't, there's no SAQ here. I can't park here. Right. There's all these paid parking lots. I'm like, is there a fuck? Like, so I'm, dr- I'm driving around it, trying to find a way in. And eventually I just to, to, to jump in a paid parking spot and be like, well, I guess I'm running up and down this promenade trying to find the SAQ. Um, and I finally get, get to the store, you know? Um, and it's like, I think this is Saturday. Everything's closed at five in Mont Tremblant. So I'm like, I, this is me getting to store number two, right? First one was close to home. I went there, got it and drove thinking it's going to be an hour to the next spot. And I saw two hours. I'm like, Oh shit. And this is like two o'clock at this point. I'm like, Oh, okay. I got to move my ass. Um, I'm not driving to Mont Tremblant. Everything's closed. Driving home two hours, then driving two hours there and back another day. I'm like, this has got to get done today. So I drive and I run out of the car and it was warmer in the earlier part of the day. Um, so I was just wearing like a long sleeve shirt. I wore a t-shirt underneath and then a long, like a thick long sleeve shirt, but I'm standing in line. That was the worst part is that because of the, the COVID or whatever, I forgot that, you know, certain parts of, of Quebec are like long lineups. So I get there and it's like a vacation spot. So like all these couples are like, Oh, let's go get a wine for tonight. I mean, obviously they're enjoying themselves, live your life, whatever. But I'm just like, I'm standing in line. Uh, I finally get into the line at, you know, 10 after four. And I'm like, this lineup is long. Like, am I going to have enough time to, to get into the store and it was worse too because it was like couples and they're still letting people in like one person leaves and they'll let one of the two couple members in so it's like uh like why is that other person even waiting in line like do you know did you know what they're getting are you guys both just going in to browse around you know so it was just like uh it was just taking forever driving me crazy um i got a picture of the kind of the hill and the sort of little village that i was standing at i think i took the picture when i was like next to go in so you know if you guys want to see it i'll post it on the the socials um but that was just like kind of this little, yeah, it's not even a good shot. I should have taken more pictures, but again, I was under the gun. It was nice. It was, I'd never been there before. I'm not, a, I'm not a skier. My family's not, you know, it's not even that I'm not active. It's just that like a ski trip, like that was never in our budget ever. Um, my mom's not super active. So like, it would just, 
Yeah. And the same with my friends. Like I, I didn't have skis. Like I wasn't going to go out and buy a full winter sports outfit so that I could go on a ski trip that I would never have been able to afford. You know what I mean? So lots of friends over the years, Oh, we're going to Trombla for the weekend. Okay. So it was my first time there. So it was cool to see like the, the big Hills and I guess mountain mole is French for mountain. Uh, so just mole Trombla is, you know, Trombla mountain or whatever. Anyways. Um, so I managed to get in and I like, I had called to earlier in the day when I was doing my research, I called, made sure they actually had them in stock, put one aside for me. So once I got in, it was like that bottle behind the counter is for me, blah, blah, boom and out. Uh, I think I was out of that store within two minutes, not even like no word of a lie, like walked in, there's no one on the counter, walked right up, boom, paid, walked at the front door, looked at the lineup of people who like every single one of them, when they had gone in, were like in there for 10 minutes. I walk out like under two minutes. I'm like, that's how you do it <laughs> and on the on my way. Uh, and then like race back through this village to get back to the car to, to pay, to get out of the parking to, you know, and luckily the other one was like 10 minutes away and, and there was no lineup. Like it was your standard store. I think there was one person in line in front of me when I got there. So again, in the door, right up the counter. Hey, that's mine. Adios. So big success on that mission, two hours back. And I was just bushed by the time I got home. That was my Saturday. It was like, wake up at noon. <laughs> All the people with kids are like, Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. So what a wife and family <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, that, yeah, came back Bush. That was my day. Um, so I'm looking forward to this whiskey tasting. I hope they appreciate, I hope they appreciate the work, but I'm telling you, that's, that's the whiskey motherfucker that I am. I know my fucking whiskey. All right. And I'm going to get you the good shit. You do a tasting with me. All right. I'm going to introduce you to something that's going to tantalize your taste buds. All right. No fucking around when it comes to this guy. Um, so yeah, that was my Saturday. Did I burn some enough, enough time? Oh, we're at 23 minutes. Maybe, maybe we'll get to an hour. Maybe we'll get through enough of me flapping me goddamn jaws there. <sighs> I bitched about absolute comedy. I said hello to the new onesies who like to get their hairs cut. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm surprised at how little like I said, how little I have to talk about. I just, oh, I'm, guys, I'm so excited. I, if this thing I worked on happens, uh, I don't say it'll change my life, but it will change my life. It'll, it'll, it'll be like me lying on my back with six cinder blocks on my chest. I was going to say, and someone takes two of them off. You're like, why don't you just say three and one? You know what? Cause there's still a tremendous, it's still a lot more weight under the four that are left than, than the two. You know what I mean? I would be like taking 50% more weight off. It's, uh, it, it's going to give me some breathing room for a lot of stuff and, and put me back in the black. You know what I mean? Right now I'm in the red. I'm rubber. I'm rubbing up against the, the fucking, the, the limits of just about every account that I have right now. Um, as much as I love getting those, uh, one man podcast boxes out, um, I had sort of signed on the dotted line, uh, right before they started shutting us down again. And now apparently Ottawa's back in like red or something. So it's kind of like, oh, it's good to have all this stuff, but I'd sure like to move it, which, uh, you know, maybe a little opportunity to say, Hey, uh, I'll, you know what? I'll throw this out there. I'll throw this out there. I'm not this bad, but fuck it. You know, until I, until I say otherwise, um, I still have a few boxes left, not many. All right. But I've hit, I've hit a complete, like the episode 200 came out. These were in honor of 200th episode. Now we're, we're episode 203. So it's been a few weeks since, um, I've hit a complete, like, I'm not doing any pushes. I'm not doing shows. I'm not, you know, those of you who've listened have heard it. 
Um, but again, there's a few people who've seen the video. I have a few of these boxes left and to, to get things moving a little bit. And I, and I, I guess I do apologize to the onesies who were, who were on first love you guys. Special place in my heart. Um, I was selling these things for 125. If I could move the last few at a hundred, that'd be great. 10 items, hundred bucks. That's like 10 bucks an item. Um, contact at one man podcast.com. If you want one, tell me, I'll probably pull this back. If, if I get this, uh, if this thing happens, I have no, no rush on getting rid of this stuff. But in the meantime, while I'm sitting on all the inventory, uh, you know, and maxed everything out to do it, Hey, a couple little discounts. If there's something else that you want, if you want just a hat or just a t-shirt, I think I got like two t-shirts left. If you want any of that shit, reach out. I'll give you the best price. How about that? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Forget about it. Okay. Um, so anyways, I'll, I'll tell you guys about the other stuff as soon as I can. Um, I promise you that I have been, uh, I'll, I've been watching the office. That's my thing that I watch. So like nothing to report on with that. Um, sometimes I have like movies and stuff I watched. I did watch the second episode. Like today is what Tuesday. So I'm like five days late on it. Um, I watched the second episode of Falcon and the winter soldier. These are longer episodes are like 40 to 55 minutes long, as opposed to like the one division, which were like 20 minute long episodes. Um, this series only has six episodes. I think WandaVision was nine. So you're actually going to get more story, but it's, um, it's kind of making sense, I guess, at this point, like it's, it's really not a lot like episode one, Bucky and, and, uh, Sam never even met. They were just sort of doing their own thing. You got to kind of look at like where they were at, um, ep, you know, and then at the end of episode one, it's, you know, there's a little reveal episode two, you get to meet the reveal and Sam and Bucky, you know, are now in each other's presence and you're kind of, you see a little bit of like this, this, the, the, uh, antagonist in the series. Um, there, there's a, there's just basically like a really cool fight scene in this episode. And then everything else is, I guess, just story driving. So there's, you know, six episodes, two down. Um, it's fine. The first two episodes of WandaVision didn't really give us a whole hell of a lot as to what was going on. Um, so benefit of doubt on Falcon, the winter soldier, because the Disney always does a great job with the Marvel stuff. What, what, what can you say? You know what I mean? Compared to that uh, DC stuff. Oh, Zach, Zach Snyder. Zach Snyder. I won't go off on a tangent. Don't worry. Um, I got into it with my friend the other night. All right. No, no, I almost did it. I almost did it. I almost went down that road. No. No. Um, I talked about my haircut. Oh, man. Was that ever magical? To wake up and just sit down in a chair, get your haircut. Jumped in the shower afterwards, started doing paperwork today. I got my, my new, uh, I'll tell you about the two new gigs and then that thing that pissed me off and then, uh, right off into the sunset. How about that? How about that guys? Oh, um, my friend, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I got a couple games in mind for my buddy, uh, for the tasting on Thursday, but you know what? I'll, I'll just do that tasting. I'll tell you about it next time. I'll tell you about it next week. Um, the two new marketing gigs, uh, that I got, one of them is a, is a one day event it's here in Ottawa on April 7th. Okay. I don't know what day of the week that is. You can find, oh, let's just do it. Hey Siri, what day of the week is April 7th? It's Wednesday, April 7th, 2021. Okay. I knew it was 2021. I'm not that stupid. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so they go Wednesday, Wednesday, April 7th here in Ottawa somewhere. I don't even know yet. I promise you, I'll tell you on the next episode, to give you an opportunity to come. We're doing the Harvey's thank you burgers again, which means if you come to the location that I say, uh, between the times that I say, uh, you're going to get a free, a free lunch, free lunch, not like buy one, get one free, not, not half price. If you buy 
no, no strings attached. We're doing the, the Harvey's thank you burgers again, which means if they're doing, if they're doing it the same way, it's either an Angus or a light life burger. You want to bring your wife and your six kids. Everyone's getting lunch for free. So it's not a limit of one per customer or anything like that. Uh, last time it was burgers, um, uh, a bag of chips and, uh, like a Pepsi, Pepsi product, but Pepsi, like as in Pepsi or diet Pepsi, uh, just because there's too much stuff to lug around and too many personal preferences. Um, so it's either like, you know, pop or sugarless pop. Um, the, the reason we're doing potato chips as well is because there's no fryer in the truck. This is a Harvey's RV. It's going from place to place. So they're not hauling around deep fryers with oil to be changed every day and splash around and stuff. So it's just, yeah, the fries are not an option we would have liked to. I remember they were talking in the beginning. They kept trying to think of the logistics. Sometimes these marketing things, it's just what's going to work, right? You know, uh, the, the stuff is provided from a local Harvey's too. So like Harvey's or Kara foods, the, the, the parent company, um, they, uh, will contact a local franchisee and speak to them. And, uh, you know, they, they basically set up like, here's the burgers, they pack all the veg and everything. So you don't come up and order and be like, oh, I want this on it. I want that on it. It's literally, we make the burger burger goes into a box plain because of COVID and everything like that. So it goes in plain. And then they have like this box of the condiments and the, the veggie on the side. So you just open it up and you put what veggies you want on top of it. You put your condiments down the hatch. Um, so the light life burger is like their version of beyond meat. So if you are vegetarian, don't be like, uh, not for me. There is a, a plant-based vegetarian option for you or vegan, vegan plant-based. Right. Uh, so, uh, you can have the light life burger, the light life burgers are good. I have had them several times before. Um, so the idea is like, because of the fact that they're picking all this stuff up at a local location, like you, you're not gonna be like, here's a case of Sprite and here's a case of iced tea and here's a case of Pepsi and here's a case of Pepsi, you know, diet Pepsi. And here's a case of mug root. It's like, there's going to be so much leftovers at the end of the day, because depending on what people get. So Pepsi or diet Pepsi, that's the drink. The chips are plain Lay's chips. That's the God again, having several different flavors, just so much leftovers wastage, not about that. So. Um, I will be doing that April 7th. Part of the team, they called me specifically and were like, Josh, I want you back. Oh, of course you do. I'm the best. I'm the best. God damn it. Uh, so sorry to all the religious people that may have been offended by that. Uh, I promise I will say more offensive things in the future to other places. Hmm. Pounding back the coffee today. Tired, man. I'll tell you. Oh, he tells you a little bit without the apnea mask. I'll do it to you. So uh, that is one of the marketing games I'm doing. Then the other one I'm doing is for Skip. They're calling themselves skip. Now it was skip the dishes before. Um, and, uh, that's just a gig where basically I'm doing the rebranding, uh, skip has gone from skip the dishes to just skip. Uh, and we're going to be going where I'm going to be going into restaurants and basically just peeling off the old decals, putting on new ones, bada bing, bada boom. That's it. Pay per restaurant. That's something. And it's like my own time. You know, I make my own schedule. And like I said, rather than doing one or two a day, I'm going to just try to line up a schnit load of them and then bang, 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 get them all done. You know what I mean? Get them all done. So that'll be fun. And that's, uh, they're going to be doing that. Um, like, like I said, ongoing, I spoke to, uh, my rep and she was like, yeah, they're, they're starting off soon. And, uh, you know, if all goes well, they'll just make it an ongoing thing with us. Their contract is month to month. So my contract would be month to month, but it's nice to be able to have some sort of income. You know what I mean? Just being able to make some money through all of this would be fantastic. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to be back uh, in the swing of things. 
you know, I've uh, been playing GTA online, Grand Theft Auto online, right? Robbing stuff, taking stuff, playing uh, Skyrim, killing dragons, killing uh, zombies and skeletons and wizards and, you know, cat people, you know, living life. Uh, those are the things that make me happy. Here, I'll, I'll close it off with this. You know, we're at the 33-minute mark. Let's see how long I'll stretch this into. Um, I won't stretch it just for the sake of stretching it. I'm just going to talk, and then when I'm done, I'll uh, I'll let it die, whatever it is. So this is one, this is something that bothers me. Something bothers me. You know, um, I talk to friends and stuff about how this mic, I don't know, you guys, I'm sure you guys can hear me adjusting the mic. I'm sitting back in my chair. I'm like, let's settle into this one. You know what? Let's get right proper. Let's get right proper. Bang this into the chair. Lean back. Ugh, let me get the mic right up in my face so I can just sit here and bitch comfortably. All right, my coffee's done. Let's see how long we can last. <laughs> um, so uh, Thursday night... I think it was Thursday night or Wednesday night. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, I think, yeah, it was Thursday, Thursday night. All right. I know it's very important to you guys. Um, I was chatting with one of my roommates. We were, we were getting along good. You know, uh, there's something, I mean, all my roommates, it's always touch and go. depends on the kind of day they're having. I'm not usually one who's like going to treat people differently based on the day. I might be more or less frustrated, but I'm not like I'm your friend on one day and I'm, and I'm an asshole to you the next. Um, so I'm, uh, this is one of my roommates who just like, you never know which version of him you're going to get, whether he's drunk or not. Um, so if he drinks, sometimes he's just in a very argumentative, uh, confrontational mood needlessly. Like they'll bring up a subject, ask you your thoughts on it. And as you start to, as you're answering their question, we'll just get aggressive and argue with you, mock what you're saying. It's like, okay, you talk to me. I didn't want to talk to you. You were drunk. You started talking to me, you asked me something and you're angry and it's like, oh, I don't even care. I'm like, yes, you asked me. If you don't care, why are you asking me questions? So just, there's always this back and forth of like, I'll have a good conversation with him one day and then he'll be in a mood the next. And it's just like, it just sucks being around someone who's that volatile. You never know what version of them they're going to be today. That's just something that sucks in general. So we were having an evening where he was coming into my room as I was playing my games. I'm on my headset. I'm chatting with my friends. Um, and Hey, you know, just talking to me, he's drunk, but he's being, uh, like, I guess positive, you know what I mean? So it was just like, okay, fine. But then he's constantly interrupting me and it's like, okay, again, but you're in a good mood and you know, you're just having a good time. You're happy. Okay. Here's your attention. Like whatever it is, fine. No problem. And I even offered him, he's saying how like he lost uh, his notebook or whatever, so I gave him another one, just gave him one. Uh, it wasn't one of the delicious one man podcast notebooks. Okay. Those ones are for paying customers only. Uh, but I was just, I had this old notebook. I didn't, it was like, here, here you go. If you lost a notebook, here's a free notebook gets you back to writing. Cause he kept coming in and pitching joke ideas. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Write it down. Oh, I don't have a notebook. I just need to remember it. And you know, it's like, well here, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm, I'm creating solutions, right? I'm being a nice guy. And like not an hour later. I go to the bathroom. All right. I'm walking to the bathroom and I see him coming up the stairs with a giant plate of food. And I mean, giant plate of food. And I notice he's got these big chicken fingers, uh, all across the plate and he doesn't have chicken fingers. He doesn't buy frozen food. Who has chicken fingers? I have chicken fingers and I buy enough like frozen food and stuff. Like even Jason buys like those meal kits predominantly. And he's got a fridge underneath that. He doesn't buy freezer stuff. Like if Jason buys something for the freezer, he buys gross, like fucking shrimp rings. You know what I mean? Like those real cheap ones you get at the grocery store or he'll buy like hungry man's or something. Like, he doesn't buy like frozen stuff 
that it's odd. I mean, I guess because I know the inventory, I'm constantly cleaning and organizing the fridge to put food in. I like, I do the most grocery shopping. So I just see him with these chicken fingers and I'm like, Oh, that's mine. Like in my head, I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, Hmm, that's mine. Okay. Which means like he went down into the basement. Uh, <laughs> one of my other roommates was here playing darts in the basement with a guest and the freezer is literally what they're standing next to. So my other roommate saw what he was doing and didn't stop him. So this pissed me off at both of them. Um, so I go downstairs to check and I was like, did you let him go in there? He's like, oh, there's yours. I go, well, were they yours? And he goes, no. And I go, have you ever seen him buy something? No. I'm like, you know, and, and easy to say, Simon doesn't know how to cook. I've said that several times in the podcast and I go, well, Simon doesn't know how to cook. So if they weren't yours and he was, and he was taking them and you know, they're not his, who's do you think they were moron? And then he's studying names something else. Oh, and the, the, the peas and the other stuff was, was yours too. And I go, and here's the thing. He pretended to play dumb. The peas were upstairs in the fridge. So my other roommate saw him cooking the entire meal, knew all of the stuff wasn't his and just like, let him do it. Anyways, that's frustrating because I spent a lot of time trying to protect everybody's stuff around here. If I see someone go after something that I know isn't theirs, I go, Hey, did you ask? It's like, no, go ask. Oh, he'll get over it. Uh, no, I want to go. If you do that, if I catch you stealing from me, I will fucking, I will be pissed. You ask. I'm a very generous person. If you're hungry, you don't have any food. Just be like, Hey, can I do it? No problem. So the fact that this roommate had been talking with me throughout the course of interrupting me constantly, didn't have it. Let's put it this way. Didn't have a problem coming to talk to me when I was busy chatting with other people doing my own thing. No problem interrupting me and talking to me then yet didn't come to me and ask to take my stuff. Just decided to do it. I was, I'm, I'm mad at the, 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 the disrespect of that because I am a generous person. All you do is ask. And I said, yes, you're more comfortable just stealing from me. And, and that's, that's that. I just so fuck for also this person is very dirty. So like, oh, when you're drunk, like I'll, I'll see, I'll stand here talking. He'll talk with his mouth full food flying out of his face. If you look at our fridge, I've said this before. Our fridge is covered in greasy handprints because they don't wash their hands ever. So it's like, oh, were you putting those paws in giant bags of chicken fingers and my other stuff? Like, that's what I want. Your gross hands in my food. Like, it's just so many different levels of disgusting. Um, needless to say, I was frustrated. I was fucking pissed. I was sitting in my room. I even told people I was shy with them. Like, my fucking roommate just made a bunch of my food. Also, the next day, I uh, I noticed that he had taken some of my, like, my glassware, Tupperware stuff, just to use as, like, dip containers. You know what I mean? To pour all of the, the sauces in and whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, those are my glass lock things. And this roommate leaves plates in their room for days. So I'm like, I want that back. So I open the, I open his door and I, I take my thing back. And I noticed that the food that they took, like half the plate of it was still there. So it was just, my food was stolen. My food was wasted. I came upstairs that night after I noticed it and I go, Hey, not cool. I go, you could have asked me. And they just said nothing. Didn't even look at me. I'm like, all right, go back to my room. Pissed off. I'm like, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. Uh, this same roommate, um, has used my cookware. Um, I buy some really nice nonstick pans and this roommate, like I'll, I'll use them and I'll wash them and I'll clean them and I'll, I'll, you know, put them away. I'll come back and it's dirty. It's got grease all over it. This particular roommate, for some reason, fries bacon every single day. So it's like bacon grease all over the stuff. So I come and I, I basically have to take my pots or my pots and pans and wash them, you know, use them myself and then wash them again, just to always come back and have them dirty, covered in grease. Like they act like they clean them, but like, you'll see the, the thing laying face down on our, our drying mat. You pick it up and there's grease all over it. Like we're talking like 
bacon fat back in little mounds, not like, oh, it's a little greasy. You know, you give it a wipe and you can get some, we're talking mounds of bacon, dried bacon. This is, and this is the same person. Like I said, that same level of like, oh, that's your idea of clean. Those are the same paws that are like touching my food. Ugh. So basically I'm just like, I'm, I'm pissed at this point. So I, I, I've gotten to the point where I, I have my frying pans in my room now. So like on my shelf, one, you know, square foot of shelf spaces, like three of my pans stacked on each other. Uh, they the also, I don't know if it was this person or not, but I, it's a say it's a smart guess. Uh, also broke another one of my spatulas. I got a couple of really nice, like flex kind of high heat resistant, uh, spatulas. They're just great. They're, they're nonstick, right? You can find all sorts of flex metal spatulas, but you don't use them in a nice frying pan. That's nonstick. So I had these flex spatulas. Uh, I go to, to take one out of the drawer and it's cracked right across the middle, like right across, not down the middle, right across the middle. Uh, and it's like hanging on by like a, you know, a centimeter of plastic on the far side. So it's basically destroyed. It'll never hold anything ever again. Um, so, you know, you can't use it and somebody keeps putting it in the dishwasher, like to be cleaned or puts it back in the, it's broken, replace it. You broke it, fucking replace it. Anyways. I'm at a point where I'm just so sick of, of my shit. Like my room now has all of my whiskey. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't put my whiskey down. You know, I couldn't build a nice shelf in one of the common rooms and have it out there. Cause people will steal it. Um, I can't leave my pots and pans in the kitchen because people use them and don't clean them. In fact, people were actually stacking them in themselves in the dishwasher. So they rub and scratch like, uh, the outside of the pans have all these scratches on them and stuff like that. Uh, because of how they were placed in the dishwasher and things. So it's just like, my room is now like my extra food. Uh, my, my two coffee makers are in here because I know that if I left them in the common area, other people would use them and, and, and not replace the coffee or they would just misuse the products themselves because they're careless with them. <sighs> Sorry guys. It's like, I just like, Oh, sigh it all out because that's the frustrating thing is now my, it's like, I live in a bachelor apartment, a very small bachelor apartment because all my food, my stuff, it's all in my room because I cannot trust that it'll be respected and treated properly. You know, uh, all my dried food and things like that. Like I've got, I've got, I told you guys last week, I was excited about buying, uh, those condiment bottles. Why? Because everything I leave in the fridge downstairs gets used and not replaced. So it's like, I have to put everything in here or it gets fucking stolen you know, or broken or whatever and not replaced. That's the worst part. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm fucking, I'm fucking done. I was pissed. I was like, I'm like, I'm upstairs. It's like, you know, one o'clock in the morning, I'm Googling like roommate stealing. And I'm, I'm finding these like Reddit posts where people are like, oh, we, we're, we, one of our roommates is stealing, but we don't know who it is. So it's all these like, here, if you're trying to find out who it is, I'm like, I'm not having the issue. I'm saying like trying to stop roommates from stealing food, like solutions and protection. And it's like all these, like, here's how you find out who's doing it. I know who's doing it. This person does it blatantly and doesn't care. So it's like, I want to know some solutions. So I found, um, but some of the stuff like has to go in the freezer. Like I, I don't have a freezer in my mini fridge in my room. So I'm like, that has to go in the freezer. Um, so I found these, like, I guess they come collapsed, but they're like little tiny, like plastic picnic basket kind of looking things. Uh, there's, there's, you know, square rectangular, whatever it is. Um, but, uh, it has like a little, like a little lock on it. So it's like a little, little, it looks like a little cage, a little plastic cage where you put your shit in. It's not super big, but I'm, I'm putting less and less and less in the fridge every day just because it all gets taken. So, um, I'm going to have to put the stuff like, you know, Parmesan cheese and stuff like that. My, my eggs, 
uh, condiments sit up in this room. So it's good. Um, and what I'm going to have to do, I think is, uh, part of me. Cause I'm like, like I actually just tell my mom the next day and she's just like, well, you can use my freezer and she's got a chest freezer in her basement. The only thing is I'm not going to drive over to her house, you know, to get the stuff for meal. But what I'm thinking is if I buy like a box of frozen chicken breasts or something, what I might do is can, you know, transfer, you know, a handful of them, uh, or, or take the entire box and package them. You know what I mean? So like into different Ziploc freezer bags and do like, you know, little, little portions of them and put a couple portions in my little lock box here at my house. And then when I use those portions, I can go over to my mom's house and basically grab like a bag full of portions to replace what I've used. And so what I've got here is a lesser amount. Um, but I got two of those things, one for the fridge downstairs and one for the freezer. And, uh, and that's what I'm gonna have to do now. Uh, in this person's defense. Now this was, this was like Thursday night and then Friday during and Friday. I was just fucking, I was still just seething. I was so mad. And that person didn't come anywhere near me. I wasn't being a passive aggressive. In fact, I was working on like, don't be passive aggressive. You know, if it comes out, be like, why did you do this? Like why I was home, you know, why didn't you just ask me? And, uh, and in this person's defense, they, they approached me Saturday as I was getting ready to leave on my Mo Tromblon drive. And we're just like, Hey, I'm really sorry that I, I took your food the other night. And I just said, I appreciate you apologizing, but this isn't the first, he goes, I know it's not the first time, you know, I've said this before too. And I'm just like, I go, what is it going to take? I go, I was home. If you had asked me, I would have said yes. I just don't understand why, like all my stuff, I go, I was nice to you that night. Like, why do you just, why do you? show me such little respect. Why do you show my things such little respect? You know what I mean? Like I go look at my room. I go, I got my pots and pans over here. I've got food stacked up underneath. I got, I had to buy a fridge. My car, I go, everything I have, you take and you destroy or you consume and you don't replace. Why do you show me such little respect? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and then they offered to like buy me a pizza or whatever. And I was like, I, I was leaving anyways. I said, that's kind, not necessary, but it's just like, I'm just, I'm, I think I'm almost done with this person. You know what I mean? Like some people might go, Oh, it's bad. He took some of your food. It's like, it isn't about the food. If, if anyone's listening and they think it's about the food, it's not about the food. It's about the complete lack of respect. You know what I mean? Like I actually, you know what, at this point, you know, if you still think it's about the food after everything I've said, I mean, you don't know what I mean, but you know, I'm not coming at you guys or anything. I'm just saying that like, um, I'm open. I'm honestly open to anyone's suggestion. If they've ever had like a roommate that was just taking shit. Like one of the things I read online, there's like, yeah, I have a fridge in your room. I have that. I just don't have the freezer. And of course I'm a Costco shopper. So I'll get like a case of something. It's hard to, you know, even in a tiny little, you know, inside freezer fridge, it's hard to store, you know, the stuff that you can get from Costco. So we have a chest fridge in the basement with a room. Um, and the thing was I actually never had a problem. I kept all my fridge stuff, never had a problem with the freezer. Now the freezer isn't safe because the other night I decided to go downstairs and help himself to stuff in the freezer. So that used to be a place where I could put shit and I didn't have to worry. It, it is not that anymore, unfortunately. So if anyone has any suggestions, you know, one of the things I read on Reddit was like, again, they were trying to like find the culprit again. That's not the issue I'm having. My culprit doesn't give a fuck, uh, that they're caught. It's like, what are you going to do about it? <coughs> so. Um, yeah, one person was like, oh, you could put this pink shit, this powder on all your stuff. And then it stays on the person's hands for like, you know, a day or two. Cause uh, you know, in this one scenario, like there was, there was two roommates that lived together and one of them, 
you know, they were fine and they never had any issue. Then they had roommates C and B move in and all of a sudden they started losing stuff out of the fridge. And one person's like, I know it's not, you know, roommate A because roommate A and I have lived together forever. You know, and then the other person's like, well, you know, it could be a, and this two new people are a perfect cover. Like you can't do it when it's just the two of you, because you'll know who it is. But now that there's two other potential people, um, you know, you could do this. Then they're like, and I don't think it's roommate C because roommate C bought a mini fridge for their room because they said they're a victim too. So we, you know, and everyone on the internet's like, well, then it must be B. And it's like, well, first off roommate, a could do it. They could have just not been in a position roommate. C could be the culprit. And it's like, because now that there's someone stealing, it could just like turn into a free for all. Cause that's the thing, right? They, that old saying we hate and others, that's what, that which we see in ourselves. And sometimes it's almost like, you know, if that's your nature that like you feel you need to lock your shit up, maybe, you know, it's not that obviously it's a solution to the problem, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not an, uh, it doesn't absolve someone of guilt. You know what I mean? Just because they're protecting their shit. It could be that they're fucking, you know, they don't want someone stealing their shit in retribution or whatever it is. So it was just like, eh, we'll see what happens. Like all three of them claimed that they didn't do it or whatever. All four roommates, but the, the other three, right. Suspect a, B and C, you know, um, so, so people in there were like, oh, use this, this powdered shit. It'll let you know who your culprit is. And I'm more like, like, what are the solutions? Like, is there anything else? So we found, that's where I found these little plastic picnic basket cages on the web with a little three digit code. So those are on the way. I ordered two of them. They're on their way. I'll let you know what those are like when I get them. I'll take, I'll take pictures when I get them. I'll show you our fridge. I'll take pictures and show you the fucking paw prints on the fridge to show you what these animals are like. Um, these fucking animals. So anyways, that was, that was the thing that bothered me and I'm glad the person apologized. So it's not like, you know, they're walking on eggshells around me and I'm, I'm not like just, Oh, I want to say something, but I don't want to start shit needlessly. Again, I was busy. Didn't have an opportunity to just, Hey, let's do this. They, they operate at a different time of day than me. But anyways, um, that was the week that I had coming up this week, uh, going to do, um, a recording with my buddy, Joey Elias tomorrow. I'm going to Montreal. So I'm going to go to his place. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to record with him. And, uh, he picked up a hat. He's a good buddy of mine. I appreciate that. Got a segment on global called everyday Joe. You can Google those and I'm sure you'll see them on YouTube or something like that. They're very funny little rants by my buddy, Joey Elias. One of the best comics I've ever worked with. One of the nicest people in the business, uh, huge humanitarian. He's just such a good dude. So, um, I've been trying to record with Joey for a long time and, you know, barring any last minute unforeseen, what the fuck is going on? Shit. Um, Joey and I should be recording uh, an episode tomorrow. So uh two hour drive there, sit down with my buddy, record a, a nice podcast face to face with the proper gear. And then, uh yeah. And then we'll, uh I guess we'll go off. That's so that'll be something. If I do record that uh tomorrow, you guys get it on Friday. So isn't that great news? So I guess, I guess for you guys, it'll be like, wake up Friday morning and see if there's an episode with Joey Elias. Joey's done just for laughs several times. He's entertained the troops all over the world. Um, Great dude. I, I can't say enough great things, but you guys will get the, an opportunity to hear, uh, you know, from Joey then. And then of course, Thursday, I'm doing my, uh, my tasting and game night with my buddy Eli. So looking forward to that. I'm sure there'll be more things that come up, but I never know because, you know, every day I wake up and something new. I really hope sometime in the next week, I find out about this thing that I've been working hard on. I will tell you guys about all the ups and downs. And I had like the worst day yesterday just with stress and anxiety because of this thing. Like I, and I was frustrated and, um, I'll tell you all about it. When I know more, I just worry about jinxing, you know, no one's like, Hey, we're pregnant. And then something happens, uh, which is also a thing that's happened to me in my lifetime. Uh, not, not that I've been pregnant, uh, but just we, you know, my, my ex and I got pregnant at one point and, uh, turns out it was an ectopic pregnancy. So 
shit happens, gang. Shit happens. Um, so I just don't want to jinx it. Just don't want to jinx it. So, um, Oh, and, uh, this is something I didn't mention about the, the roommate thing. So I just looked at my note real quick while I set up, putting everything back together so I can say goodbye to you guys, um, was, uh, I actually moved like some of the food that I had in the, the downstairs, like dried stuff, whatever, again, just helped themselves to like just a big plate of all my shit in one go. And, uh, so I just, I went downstairs and I've already got a bunch of stuff that I don't want taken up in my room. Well, I, was, I went down there and I just took everything, all my cans of soup, uh, all my, all my dried, uh, hash browns and stuff that I do for breakfast and moved it all up in my room. So I actually had to pull, um, I've got like this little, this little side cart kind of thing. It's like an office side cart. You can move it around the whole storage shit, but I stack it with like, you know, cans of soup and boxes of, of dried stuff and uh, all the condiments that I haven't opened. So if I get something at Costco and there's like two of them, I've got them stacked on the bottom shelf of that. So it's just this roll thing that's kind of off in the corner, but it's just more storage uh, in my room. Again, you got a small space and you got to hide everything you own in it. You get creative. Um, but anyways, I had to pull that out and there was just, you know, there was dust behind it or whatever. So I'm like down on my hands and knees, stacking things on the bottom shelf. And, uh, I just, I sucked in a lot of dust and I got a pretty bad dust allergy. So, you know, all day Friday and all day Saturday, just if I get the dust sinus headache going, it's, it's in me for a while. Uh, so just kind of a shitty, shitty couple of days. So on top of me being pissed off about just the situation in general, I was also like in a tremendous amount of discomfort. Um, just trying to, you know, live my life live my gash darn laugh. So, um, yeah, I'll tell you guys about, uh, stuff next week. Um, do I have any closing remarks? Contact at one man Send me emails, guys. Love to hear you. My friend Tiff sent me an email, but it was like kind of like half admin half, you know, Hey, she was just, she was one of the people asking to see the vision board, uh, which I didn't get to this week. Uh, worked on a lot of other stuff, did not get to the vision board. It is still, uh, raring to go. I will post, I will post pictures of it once uh, I'm finished. Um, and that'll be her. So, uh, send me an email guys. Uh, if you guys have any solutions or, or if you even honestly, even just to relate, if you have any horror stories of when you had roommates and stuff. So, you know, I was going to say before my friends who were like, man, you, you pay so little for rent. I'm like, I don't pay little, but I'm doing, I'm not paying for, you know, prices on their own. I'm not, I, you know, I'm, I'm paying rent, you know, my, my, for my room. Yes, I have a good price, but you get what you pay for. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's frustrating at times. I, I spend a lot of time in my room because the rest of the house gets kind of trashed a lot of the times just with dirty, messy stuff. And it's not, I don't like being in an areas that are messy and cluttery and especially dirty. I think I've talked in the past. There's a difference between being messy and being dirty. Um, so that's a thing, but anyways, uh, would love to hear any horror stories. We'd love to hear any suggestions that you may have. Um, just anything, you know, or just whatever's going on with you, whatever's going on in your life. Let me know. I love to hear it. Uh, in the meantime, I hope you guys have a great week and I will chat with you again soon.